welcome to Water Water Everywhere, the show that's all about, you guessed it, sparkly fresh and salty as fuck water. I'm one of your hosts, Carly Vanghouse. And I'm the other one, Lila Glansberg. Today we're looking into a topic that isn't as sexy as it seems, but has been my most frequently asked question. Lila, can I get a drum roll, please? You may. Can I drink my tap water? (gasps) Can I not? (laughs) drink my tap we're gonna find out so let's dive in and let's get wet first and first and foremost um can we tell the listeners who we are really quickly i think that we should yeah yeah hi everyone can i go first yeah go first please okay hi um my name is lila thanks for listening um i am a marine scientist and i do a whole bunch of jobs within that realm um mostly i work on boats I am a captain. I do everything from education to actual, um, but my favorite thing absolutely is working with students. I think that's, yeah. Oh, captain, my good? captain. <laughs> I am in love with Get you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, you guys know it's actually super rare to be a female captain, so um, oh I want applause for you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Um, hi, it. guys. I'm Carly Banghouse, and... I know a lot about freshwater. That's what I studied. I work with freshwater, um, and I'm kind of scared of the ocean. And <laughs> so, <laughs> me and Lila are gonna teach each other um, what we don't know. She doesn't know as much about freshwater, and the ocean is terrifying. So she can tell me. <laughs> she can, I don't know, help me come to terms with that and teach um, me some things. I think it's worth noting because you just didn't hype yourself up enough. Uh, Carly went to one of the only eco-hydrology like programs in the whole country. <laughs> there She's weren't any options. <laughs> there weren't many options. Get out of here. It's very impressive. Thank you also so much. I don't understand how freshwater works at all. But <laughs> look. well, we're gonna you know we're gonna learn something today. Hopefully, everyone learns. Yeah. And also, if not, Carly I'm has so a dog. I'm oh sorry, yeah. I cut you off. Yeah. I, I have a dog. Carly has a dog. But you're a good dog. Thank you. And I don't want to be an annoying dog mom, so I'm not even gonna keep talking about it. you know, I don't want people, people to people what they want. <laughs> I don't want to lose a whole demographic of people that don't care for dogs, which I mean Do we care maybe for Maybe should just people? stop now. Actually, wait, I take that back. I take that back. Yeah, but I mean, you know, some people are just like annoyed with people that have dogs not do- uh, not I, the know, dogs themselves if i could weigh in on this topic yeah uh as a non-dog owner myself and uh-huh. a self-proclaimed cat person but dog lover yeah um i have a lot of friends with dogs you being one of them and uh a lot of them always get really like they're I, the only time i ever hear of anyone like being annoyed with a self like with a with an obnoxious dog mom is like i hear it from like the dog owner like you guys are always worried about people getting upset with you but no one's ever upset with you we love hearing about your dog. That's true. I love hearing. I love hearing about your dog. All right. All right. I'm all just right. letting you know. You don't For have sure. to say anything. For sure. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Love you. Let's continue. <laughs> love you. Let's continue. I have an important question. What's your question, Carly? Do you drink tap water? I do. I drink a lot of tap water. I don't really mess with the filters. I feel okay. like if it's coming out of my tap, it's fine for me. Okay. That's how I feel. Straight out the tap. <laughs> Straight out. Uh, I will. Hot. Yeah. Cold. Lukewarm. Uh, not hot. <laughs> <laughs> Who drinks, 
drinks hot tap water. I don't know. You drink hot tap water, you are a different type of person. Yeah. That's gross. No, cold, as cold as possible, but no ice in okay. there. Cause okay, why? It hits my teeth and I don't like it. I yeah. hate that too. Really yeah. hate that. If there's like ice, there is also a straw. A, pa- a paper straw. A paper. Uh, I actually have reusable ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. So. <laughs> okay. But you know what the problem is with those? Is I always forget to bring them with me. <laughs> yeah. Keep one in my car. Oh, that's smart. All right. But you know, you're not always in your car when you're things. And then if, yeah, anyway, we don't have to get into it, but yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So, so for me growing up, I did not drink tap water and I don't know why it was just like, it felt like everyone where I lived just didn't drink the tap water. I don't know Mm -hmm. why Uh, I grew up in Las Vegas. So I don't know. It was never a thing. I always thought you couldn't do it until I moved to college and lived somewhere where there was like fresh water fresh snow melt coming down a street and the water was really really good and it was always really from so, the tap from the tap it was so good so wow. I'm, and it I'm tasted different in both places i don't remember what it tastes like in vegas because to this day i have it in my mind you're not supposed to drink the tap water even though oh i God. know even though i know better like it's fine Right. It's fine. But I feel like I a know. lot of people feel that way. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this, today, you know. Oh, educate the masses. Yeah. Yeah. We love to see it. I have definitely drank tap water at your Las Vegas. I know you have. And I'm proud of you. And nothing Thank bad you. happened. I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> or is it? <laughs> okay. I have, I have one last question before we really get in dig in deep yeah um this is pretty controversial okay are you a nalgene girl or a hydro flasker so i am a hydro flasker mm-hmm. um i guess so like i guess neither technically but i have like a thermo flask so which is like an off-brand hydro flask kirkland not rich kirkland is it kirkland That's, <laughs> well I only have they it sell it at costco oh okay see yeah here it is. It's an auditory medium, but Carly yeah. can see it. Um, <laughs> I have the same one. Yeah. Do you? Oh, my God. But mine's, like, teal. I think you would like it better. Oh, okay. Probably. This one I got for free. Um, I used to work with kids, and the place where I worked, a kid left behind their water bottle, and I was like, what a perfect water bottle for me. Yeah. I thought it was a hydro flask. It's a thermo flask. Works just fine. I'm just the same. About the t- water. Yeah, just the same. I covered it in stickers, and now I think if mm-hmm. I ever lost it, I would be really sad. Um, so, but yeah. I also think if I had to go like pick a hydroflask analogy and I would pick a hydroflask every time. Yeah. Like metal just feels better. I don't know. No, yeah. Are, you can't fit them in cup holders. I, that's how I feel. Well, it depends on the cup because you can, if you're in like, <laughs> like a truck with those like bendy out ones, the Shut cup up. holders. Been in a place, show me the cup holder that can fit an analogy. In my truck, <laughs> in my work truck. I'll show. Well, in anyways, I feel no. like I like both. I can't choose because... I okay. feel a lot of loyalty. To, yeah, so, I, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about them because I've had mine forever. Okay. Sponsor us. They also have <laughs> good stickers and I can't get rid of them. Yeah. Even though they're so yeah. old. But Once then. You put a good sticker on it. It's done. You got to have it forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, that's all I wanted. <laughs> Whether I prefer. I will. The colors of Nalgene are translucent. And they have, um, like, patterns yeah oh i will say though i have like the top on the water bottle with the smaller mouth hole and i cannot drink out of the ones that are like the wider top 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. And Nalgene, you need, like, the little insert. In the yeah, you need the insert. Mine just came with the top. Yeah. For anyway. Sure. Okay. Put it all over myself. Yeah. So maybe we can, like, later on do a poll on our Instagram to see who's team Nalgene, who's team Hydroflask, Thermoflask, what, whatever. Yeah. I want to know. I, I want to know. And I'm, I'm sad because I know... Nalgene doesn't stand a chance, but whatever. <laughs> Whoa. There's probably some... People love the Hydro Flask. <laughs> Give they the do. people what they want. And they're trendy and they're like popular. It's like the Abercrombie yeah, and Fitch But they're so bottle. clunky and loud and heavy and they'll hurt you. They will hurt you. They are very loud. <laughs> yeah. They drop things. Yeah. So cold water at what cost? Like, at what cost? <laughs> a clinky, clinky noise at midnight when you're trying to go get up to That's Exactly. <laughs> Before we get fully drenched by this topic, I do want to preface it by saying I feel like a lot of people are going to freak out and be like, why didn't you talk about Flint, Michigan or like more water pollution and stuff like that? That's a whole nother episode. So, you know, don't get your bitch. It'll happen. <clears throat> okay, guys. First and foremost, there are protections when it comes to our drinking water and its sources. In, 19, <clears throat> in 1974, Congress passed the Safe Drinking Water Act to protect the public health by regulating the nation's public drinking water supply. So the Safe Drinking Water Act is regulated and enforced by the United States Environmental Protection Agency. That's the EPA. That's what I'm going to call it. And it's the main federal law that ensures the quality of Americans drinking water. Under the Safe Drinking Water Act, the EPA sets standards for drinking water quality and oversees the states, localities, and water suppliers who implement those standards. This law does not include private wells that serves less than 25 people. And I point that out because I'm living in an area where there are so many wells. I didn't realize it, like, on the East Coast. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so yeah. much water. There's so many wells. So lots of people have them. So that is important to know. Yeah, tons of wells over there. Yeah, Very different crazy. than Las Vegas. I, I thought it was like a normal thing. No. I think I always grew up with a well. No, Because I'm from first... where Carly lives now, everybody. Yeah, yeah. oddly enough That's... here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Rude>. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we got this big law, just I've, for my own understanding. Yeah. yeah it's we... a big law. It's a big law. That says drinking water's got to be of a certain quality. And that law covers just about everything except for private wells that serve less than 25 people. It sets standards. Sets standards. Okay. So then, like, kind of the states and localities and water suppliers, like, they, they're supposed to follow the standards, but they, like, implement them and are supposed to make sure that those standards are met. The issue is they're not always Got it. Okay. So it's like the Ten Commandments <laughs> yeah, of water quality. Of water. Yeah. Understood. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So, Lila, we're super lucky that we didn't exist before this law because people were literally getting typhoid from drinking water in addition to waterborne hepatitis, salmonella. I can't say this word. I'm going to try, but I know what it is. Gastroenterity. Okay. I think that's how you say it. That's just the stomach flu. Um, but we all learned a new word. Um, <laughs> say it with me say it with me gastroenterity yeah right how else wow. did I do it I think we all did okay wow. 
Those are just diseases caused by chlorine-resistant pathogens. I shouldn't say just. Those are just diseases caused just by chlorine-resistant pathogen, pathogens. Post-COVID America. No big deal. <laughs> okay, but listen to this gross stuff. A study conducted in 1970 concluded that 90% of surveyed drinking water systems exceeded permissible microbe levels, while a 1974 Environmental Defense Fund report attributed cancer deaths in New Orleans to consumption of contaminated drinking water from the lower Mississippi River that had been exposed to sewage and industrial waste. So those are just a couple quick examples of what happens when you don't regulate drinking water, um, which still continues to be a problem in other parts of the world, even in this country. And this is the point when I got thrown down a rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) And because I think I went into this feeling like it's just tap water and I feel like more people drink it. And I feel like people are wasting money on expensive filters and filters can be wasteful, yada, yada. So I don't know. This is where I'm like, gosh. Oh, there's you know. like a real case for having a Brita filter. I yeah. don't know. Sometimes. It, oh, we'll, sorry. I there's mean, a real case for Hunter. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> We're on the fence. Okay, We're so this, this is not a perfect system, obviously. That's why we have these issues. And this number kind of shocked me, but up to half of the U.S. population drinks unregulated water from small systems that have fallen through the cracks of the regulatory protections imposed by the Safe Drinking Water Act and other laws. In California, for example, small service providers and private well owners are not regulated by the Safe Drinking Water Act, resulting in consumption of contaminated water in schools and homes. Um, That's super unfortunate for a lot of people because if you're a private well owner, um, you have to regulate your own water. And I think that is a big number of people that are drinking unregulated water are people that have to take matters into their own hands and maybe they're not even aware of that because I feel like I've talked to people with wells and there's a lot that you need to do whoa yeah and they maybe don't do all the things <laughs> yeah yeah okay. because it can be expensive and like I feel like a lot of it really should not be on the well owner and I don't know I think you're supposed to get like um we're going to get into this. I don't want to jump ahead here. Okay. So another challenge comes in the form of inadequate funding, which continues to hamper the supply of drink, of safe drinking water, especially in cases involving expensive treatment techniques. As seen in the example of California, the water crisis is exasperated by the water system's lack of funding for maintenance and regulation. Current estimates... <clears throat> Current estimates indicate that nearly $1 trillion worth of upgrades and maintenance is needed to update the drinking water infrastructure of the United States. And, okay, I really felt like this was something that Biden's, I don't want to get political, that Biden's administration promised. Like, I feel like, and I don't, we're not going to get into this, but I thought that this was something (laughs) that that was supposed to get fixed. (laughs) Maybe it will. Maybe maybe it won't. (laughs) (laughs) who even knows anymore who knows yeah i don't be cool if it did get fixed that'd be great that'd be so amazing (laughs) can someone please fix it yeah okay um 
yeah, like, can I just say a nearly $1 trillion worth of upgrades to update our drinking water in the United States? That's a trillion dollars? Yeah. To fix, like, for the entirety of the country to fix, like, what, like pipes or filtration it's systems? mostly old lead pipes. And yeah, wow. the systems. Yeah. And to even oh get God. some people drinking water you know um yeah. it, enc- it encompasses so many things um yeah and also i want to let people know i'm not like an official expert and there are sources i'm not just making these things up so if you want to <laughs> there will be links don't worry okay in the early 1990s a city in maine was told by the epa to install a filtration system that would cost 20 million dollars even though there was a more cost efficient solution They could just have a pipe replacement system that cost half of that amount. Okay, and as a result of smaller water systems being able to shoulder the financial burdens that come from the Safe Drinking Water Act, states have delayed implementing new monitoring schedules, installing new treatment devices, and making improvements to their existing system. So water systems limited breathing room in implementing the Safe Drinking Water Act is compounded by consequent compliance violations so basically the problem is they can't afford what the safe drinking water act is telling them that they need to do but they're finding cheaper solutions and they're not even allowed to implement them so then they're being fined it's like a vicious cycle they keep getting fined for not implementing what they can't afford um oh my god yeah so i mean that's why like smaller localities more rural places places like flint michigan that happened like they couldn't afford to replace all those pipes so and they can't afford it and then they're like getting fined yeah because they can't afford it yeah oh what a messed up system i know i know it's upsetting yeah okay another issue that i found with the safe drinking water and it's it saddens me to say these words because the safe drinking water act and like air quality act like all that stuff that came out in the 70s was great like amazing we're thinking about this and it felt like such a solution and even learning about it in school felt like oh cool like we don't have to worry about this stuff like it's taken care of and now Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god just uh pulling out the skeletons from the closet yeah anyways uh, another issue with the safe drinking water act is that they only regulate a small number of contaminants as in 90 out of 60,000, okay? 90 out of 60,000. I was like, I had to do a double take. I was like, wait, 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 wait. That's all that they are regulating. But also, that's a scary number, and not everything in water is bad. And so I don't want to freak people out either. No. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff to test for. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, but also on top of that, it seems like they've ignored new scientific findings that suggest smaller amounts of chemical exposure can have serious health consequences. And government scientists generally agree that many chemicals commonly found in drinking water pose health risks at lower concentrations than previously thought, whereby millions of Americans become sick each year from drinking contaminated water with... I can't say this fucking word. (laughs) (laughs) You got this. Maladies from upset stomachs to cancer that was it. That was and birth defects. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, even with these revelations. 
<laughs> what? what? You nailed it. Thank I, you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. Even with these revelations, the Safe Drinking Water Act has proven rather limited in that nothing in the law addresses the cumulative risks of popu- of multiple pollutants in a single glass of water. Um, so that's just another upsetting. Um, so honestly, I feel like I could go on and on about things that might be wrong with the Safe Drinking Water Act, but at the very least, there's no doubt that the availability and accessibility of safe drinking water in the United States is in large part due to that act, even though lots of people are not benefiting from it currently but typically if you live in a bigger city i wouldn't worry Mm -hmm. it's just it's basically just a baseline level for what is considered safe drinking water clearly there's lots of red tape and like bureaucratic inefficiencies i have a feeling that we can circle back to this issue in the future Mm -hmm. once we start paying closer attention um okay so now that we're all scared shitless over tap water, I think it's important to know where your water is coming from because I do believe the majority of Americans living in big cities, like I just said, are getting safe drinking water. The drinking water that is supplied from our homes comes from either a surface water or a groundwater source. And I don't want to disrespect anyone's knowledge, but if you haven't heard already, Groundwater refers to water found in an aquifer under the earth's surface that we access through a well, and surface water comes from streams, rivers, creeks, lakes, you get it. (laughs) And that water is usually going to be reaching you from your local water utility. So water utility is like a a reservoir or... The water oh, utility, utility, like what I pay for who rent. you pay your water bill to. Excuse me. No, 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 no. That was a moment. The questions yeah. are good. Everyone needs to know. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, but this is where I think it gets a little dicey for some people. Um, so we're expected to trust that our local water, water authority, utility, whatever, is properly treating our water. And now that we've just talked about how lots of people are not getting safe drinking water to their homes due to lack of funding, how can you trust that your water is safe? Water leaves a lake and travels through pipes to a public drinking water system where it is treated, typically by reverse osmosis or another filtration method. Then the treated water travels through pipes to our homes. So it seems to me that this is the main problem. We have these old ass pipes that need to be replaced for various reasons. The most shocking one being that there is still there are still lead pipes being used to transport drinking water. Gross. When I started researching this topic, I did not think that I would end up being concerned about my personal tap water where I live. But honestly, Lila, I don't even know anymore. So I know. But I'm drinking tap water. No, no, no. no. (laughs) I promise I'm gonna like ease your minds. I don't want to be an anti-tapist. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't want to. We're not taking sides here, people. We're not dividing the people. You know, presenting information. Yeah. Okay. So a a public water system, you know, where you get your water from, provides water for human consumption through pipes or other constructed conveyances to at least. 15 service connections or serves an average of at least 25 people for 60 days a year. That's how they determine if they like, um, how do I say this? <laughs> then that's how they like determine if it's a public water system versus like a private one. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The, that's yeah. the bare minimum. And yep. exactly. 
Mm-hmm. And a public water system may be publicly or privately owned. There are ah, okay. over 148,000 public water systems, which, like, I feel like doesn't sound like a lot to me because there's so many more. I don't know. There's a lot of people that live here. Yeah. And in, like, cities and stuff, there's got to be a whole bunch. But, like, you can't just have one per city, right? Yeah. Yeah. I really don't Can you? Know. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, you can. You do. So it depends where. Yeah, um, sure. <clears throat> so the EPA classifies these water systems according to the number of people they serve, the source of their water, and whether they serve the same customers year-round or on an occasional basis. So just another issue, I think, with this is that some of these systems are privatized, which seems like a bad idea. I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like when you privatize things for the public, uh, rules get bent. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but I digress. Again, I'm not getting political. <laughs> this is not happening. It's okay to be a little... People are political. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> We're not being political. Okay. Anyways, so I'd rather discuss the contaminants that are regulated by the EPA and hopefully are being removed by your personal public water system. Okay, so surface and groundwater contaminants are mostly from human activity. There are some natural sources, of course, but here are just some human human caused cases. Wait, human? Oh my God! (laughs) What? Sally sells seashells down by the seashore. (laughs) Yeah, she sure does. (laughs) (laughs) The hardest one is toy toy boat. Toy boat. Uh, Toy boat. Toy toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Okay. Here are just some human cause sources. Animal burial, animal, how do you say that fucking word? Animal burial, burial, animal burial ground. Has anyone seen Pet cemetery? Burial. I'll resell it for you. Burial. Anyways, golf courses, mines, furniture stripping and refinishing, landfills and stormwater drains, laundromats, paint shops, and pipelines. <laughs> Thank of course. you. Yeah, you're welcome. The EPA sets, sets limits on 90, like I said earlier, contaminants found in drinking water. I'm not going to bore you with all 90. If you are curious, there's going to be a link on the website um, where you can peruse at your leisure. But anything we do pollutes water. So sit with that for a second. Like literally everything you do every single day, like somehow oh attributes to water pollution. You know, like freshwater I mean. pollution or just like yeah, freshwater and ocean. Yeah, yeah, dang everything. So it's nothing I didn't know, but it hurts to hear. It hurts truth. exactly. <laughs> My feelings are hurt. <laughs> okay, but you know what? On that same note, not everything in water is bad. Can I get a yay? Yay! <laughs> and not everything's bad. Almost all water contains yay. some naturally occurring fluoride, but usually at levels too low to prevent tooth decay. Many communities adjust the fluoride concentration in the water supply to a level known to reduce tooth decay and promote good oral health often called the optimal level of fluoride. This practice is known as community water fluoridation and reaches all people who drink that water. Given the dramatic decline in tooth decay... 
Given mm-hmm. the dramatic decline in tooth decay during the past 70 years since community water fluoridation has initiated, the CDC named fluoridation of, wa- of drinking water to prevent dental decay as one of 10 great public health intervention interventions of the 20th century. Oh my God, that's way too long of a sentence. Okay. It is a very long sentence. Paraphrase. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so basically in the last 70 years... Um, there's been a huge decline in tooth de- in tooth decay. The CDC attributes that to fluoridation of drinking water, and it was named one of the ten great public health interventions of the 20th century. Wow! So, yeah, I feel like I've heard before people don't like the fluoride in their water, but the data seems pretty good to me. Like, yeah, good enough I, for me. Yeah, I, I feel like I can't. Let's we we can't talk about this without bringing up Parks and Rec. <laughs> okay yeah 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 and exactly there's the whole deal where they were putting fluoride in the water and like tom haverford had to like put up a whole like big presentation just to convince people that fluoride was cool like why don't why don't people like it i feel like i keep hearing about i don't like, know i hear about how like fluoride's like bad for you we need a dentist like there's like fluoride free t- yeah so. why i don't know i feel very ignorant yeah, I don't know. Like people just me? get upset when the government intervenes too much. Like they're like uh, they're putting stuff in our water. It's just like bad to add things to water. I, I think. Yeah, this I mean, I've looks I've good had to fluoride me. in my drinking water. I got a cavity when I was four. Is it working? I've got a. <laughs> I had a. You wait. You only have one cavity. I think I've only had one. It's because I was chewing lollipops. My uncle uh, was a dentist, so. Ugh. Well, you have amazing like, teeth. Thank you. It's because my uncle was a dentist. <laughs> That's great. No, I got <laughs> cavities all the time. I have so many cavities. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if there's like a genetic thing about it too. I've heard think like some people just have more sensitive teeth, but my sister and I both have so many cavities. I'm like oh my God. embarrassed to open my mouth too wide. Oh my God. I know. You can't see them. You have a beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Although the Carly Vang House closed lip smile absolutely my favorite thing it's i do that because my lips look bigger when i do that <laughs> but it looks so pretty oh thank you so much yeah you're welcome okay one last thing on the fluoride <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> you can see the fluoride levels of your local drinking water um i sound like a broken record but there will be a link on our website okay um and you can find the name of our website on our instagram water dot water everywhere we'll remind you later from what i noticed is that okay from what i jesus from what i noticed is that public drinking water systems typically add fluoride whereas private ones are less likely to so keep that in mind i i actually am not positive how you find out if you're a part of a public or private system but i'm sure that is no. that like a utility thing? No, because that's a public water system. Fine. Well, I think yeah, I think private ones are like um, ones owned by um, called like trailer park communities. Usually have their own one, or people that live like right on a lake, they might have like a small one. Oh, I don't know. Gosh, yeah. I don't want to put out false information. Should we look? Yeah. Google that. We could Google. We got time to Google. Yeah. Do a Google. You do that. Hey guys, we're back. So if you go to enviro.epa.gov, you can insert your address, zip code, city, whatever. I can just do mine. Okay. What I have for you is if you put in your zip code, it will, it's going to tell you 
the facility information where your water comes from. Okay, and from there you can figure out public versus private. It's looking like, gosh, I do they have to tell you? They must. No, they're not. Well, they do have to tell you, but it's look well. Oh God, a lot of them. Like, what if you go to the water providers? Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's looking like when they say private water system, it's really just from your well. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. That was a ridiculous segue. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Good thing to know, though. Yeah, that was so. I I might delete most of that. Okay. All right, guys. So something I feel like is very important is to find out if you need a filter. What kinds of filters? Just for flavor. Is it a scam? Uh, Let's find out. Let's find out. So I wanted to touch on water filters because I kind of feel like most of them are scams, you know? Like smaller ones that you place in your fridge are just going to make the water taste better, which is fine, whatever makes you happy. But different water filters have different functions. Some can filter out harmful chemicals or germs. No single filter can keep every type of contaminant out of your drinking water. And not everyone needs a filter, so I, f- I feel like it can be a waste of money in most cases. Um, mm-hmm. The water that comes to you to your tap actually contains small quantities of many other substances. Some of these are beneficial, such as the appropriate amount of a disinfectant like chlorine that help helps to keep your water safe from germs and fluoride. Let's not forget our friend fluoride. <laughs> Other substances that might be in water can be harmful, like lead. Obviously, filters can remove both good and bad substances from your water. Depending on your circumstances, though, filtering your water might not be a good idea. Because if if your municipality, your local water supply is already cleaning out the bad stuff, then you're just taking up. So. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know whether or not your filter is legit, let's say you already have one, you spent the money, it's expensive, like for your whole house, or even if you have a private well and you need a filter, you got to look for an NSF certification on the label. You can look up specific products in the NSF database online to see what they are certified to protect against. On the website. (laughs) All right. Let's see, Lila. Last thing I kind of want to talk about Mm-hmm. is should people be getting their water tested because now i'm sure you're a little like wait what about all that bad stuff you said <laughs> right I don't, yeah you're still, still re- reeling i'm still reeling yeah and i live in like an older house i just moved here and my sink what i'm thinking about because we're talking about filters like my sink in my kitchen uh-huh. has a tiny little like a little faucet for i think probably just drinking water yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. it's got about. like a little filter. Yeah, like a little mm-hmm. side one from like the 70s or something. So I don't know if that was like in reaction to all that other stuff that happened that we talked about with New Orleans. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, or if it does anything, like I have no clue if there's a filter there. This is a rental house. So like we know that filter hasn't been replaced in forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, if there is one. So I just I'm curious as to like why it's there. But like how? Yeah. Where are coming from? Do I need to get it tested? Yes, yes, and I'm going to answer answer those questions. Just make sure you switch out your filter as soon as you can. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I think I don't even so. I don't know where that is. Is there like No, happen? on your on your Is it in there? On the faucet. Yeah, it should be like on if it attaches to your faucet, it'll come off. Open it up or whatever. See what it should be. There should be like a tiny filter. Whoa. 
Yeah. I'm sure I'm positive no one's ever done that. Yeah. If if you need, if you need, yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So there's something called a consumer confidence report. It explains where to find it. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. Listen. So there's something called a consumer confidence report. Um, and you don't need to be a water expert to decode it. Everyone gets one in like, it gets, so you can search by your zip code and then it breaks it down even further. So you can get very, very specific to know exactly where your water is coming from, what contaminants it contains. Um, that link is also going to be on the website. (laughs) There's so many good resources here that I found and I used them right away (laughs) and I got really excited. So, um, there's also like this kick-ass website that kind of does all that work for you. So like you could open it, read it, like know the source, know where it comes from. But if you're curious about your tap water, go to mytapwater.org right now. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll tell you exactly like down to which, it knows exactly what water you personally are getting, not just your city or your zip code. So to see if your drinking water has any contaminants or violations, just enter your zip code and then follow the directions from there. Um, you click on your exact location to get more details. It's I only say that because on your zip code, it doesn't look like it's a link, but you can click on all of those numbers and it's it's just not very obvious. So you click. Can I go try it? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Mytapwater.org. Mm-hmm. I can edit a whole bunch of this out. Uh, my zip code, most populous zip codes. All right, cool. So all these numbers that I'm seeing, every single number I can click on. Well, I don't know what you're looking at. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. You found 341 public water systems in my county. You entered your zip code and then you clicked on like your exact like town or area. Yep. Okay. I sure did. And then look right away under summary results, it says we couldn't find any records of contaminants exceeding the regulated limit. But on top, you can see that there is a summary view of tests from when they did test the water and what contaminants were found. Because they're going to find stuff always, but that doesn't mean there's enough to harm you. So I don't want people to, because what happened to me was... um, (laughs) Um, just be weary of it because when I looked up my zip code, it said that my town tested for 34 contaminants and had seven violations. But then when I actually like started clicking on the numbers and everything, digging a little further, the summary stated that we couldn't find any records of contaminants exceeding the regulated limits of water. So kind of what yours just said, but it was like, Hey, there are these contaminants. Um, and at some point a long time ago, there were seven violations like they're from a long time ago so got it yeah it's not current yeah i saw mine had like 16 or something okay good to know in the past yeah not current and i can see there was a sample taken on december 31st 2011 well okay well on data that was the last yeah. time no that was just the last no, con- the violation the last one was 2017 okay yeah but it wasn't it wasn't a violation okay like, anyway what my water data means look at that by clicking the name of a water contaminant or secondary substance you can learn about that specific substance well thanks for educating me oh of course tapwater.org 
and what, Carly. What do you? It's also um, it's recommending me a home water filter. I wonder if there is. Okay, there. that's what I was going to get gonna, into. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that first, pa- that first page includes past violations and contaminants found at some point. So obviously we already talked about that. So your first reaction should not be to freak out and spend lots yeah. of money on a filtration system. But it, if it's saying that you need to, you might actually need to. Okay. It's not saying that I need to. It's just it looks... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It doesn't say advertisement. Like, nowhere does it say advertisement. Yeah, you don't, don't need think to. it's an ad. But it does, like, it is pictures of kind of water filters. It's kind of an ad. It's, it looks like an ad. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's just it showing us that, like, yeah. if you want filter. one, here's a home. I, I'm just going to click on I'm it click and see how much. Now. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> I want to tell the people how. Oh, right. well, Amazon. Amazon. Okay, <laughs> it's 150 bucks. You don't need yeah. it. Listen, you don't need it. You're fine. Thank you, Jeff. Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. <laughs> okay. Bezos. So, anyways, yeah, like I said, because it just told you, right, that yeah, you're fine. That I. It says right under it says that there's no contaminants. It says water filters. Exactly. Be careful out there, everybody. Exactly. You know, so just hop on that website, do some light research. If it's if it looks bad, you can get your water tested. Um, so this is important. A change in your water's taste, color, or smell is not necessarily a health concern. However, mm-hmm. sometimes a change can be a sign of problems. If you notice a change in your water, call your public water system company. So who whoever you're paying the bills to call those people Mm -hmm. and if you want to test your water let's say you you find out maybe you do have some contaminants that are over the legal limit um your local health department should assist in explaining any tests that you need for various contaminants if your local health department is not able to help contact a state certified laboratory to perform the test and to find a state certified laboratory in your area, you call the drinking safe drinking water hotline. I love that that exists. Yeah. <laughs> At 1-800-426-4791 or visit the list link on the site. Okay. Depending on how many contaminants you wish to test for, the water test can range from $15 to like hundreds of dollars. So just keep that in mind. Now, finally, I'm talking to private well owners. So it's highly recommended that you get your well tested. I think every spring. Um, You'll need to know what type of well you have, if it's dug, drilled, or driven. You'll want to test for total coliforms, fecal coliforms like E. coli, pH, nitrate levels, volatile organic compounds, stuff like that, the basics. Um, So do that every spring. You, you need to because no one's going to do it for you and then you're not going to know like what you're drinking, what your kids are drinking, maybe your, what your dog is drinking. Oh. It's like animal cruelty, I think. Yeah. Do you have a well? Does your apartment build no. a well? Or is no. It? Okay. No, because I'm, I'm like downtown. <laughs> <laughs> you got that good, good city water. Yeah, Ooh. girl. Dang. Yeah. Wow. So like private well owners like like I'm just if I was a private well owner I would absolutely just do that. Well, I yeah. guess I've been a private well owner. So well, listen, it, know, if you are, let's say that there's an odor or a weird color, you you're going to have to do it. Right. But you should get it once a year. But also one caveat is that if it appears randomly, 
Mm-hmm. It's probably not, well, it's not your fault. It's the health department's fault. So it's their responsibility and they have to pay for it if it just appears randomly. Even in a private well. In your in your private well. Yeah, the, wow. that's who I'm talking to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So anyways, that's kind of it. And I hope that we were able to give you some information and guidance on your tap water. If not, well, I'm sure one of the many links and sources will help you. Oh God. Did you catch that? It was a really, if not well, it, I did it was a pun it, um, right at the beginning and said now well. I feel silly. It was really good. So stupid. Okay. Not well. But here's something a little more stupid. And on that note, we are tapping out. Tapping out. <laughs> Please remember to follow us on Instagram at water.watereverywhere and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Have a beautiful day. Thank <laughs> you.